How did we meet? We met. Uh, so we were both running our own technology startups, and at that time there was the beginnings of uh, liberalization that was was beginning to happen. Yeah, but the demo. So we must have met at one of those ma ma things, ma conferences. No, no, no. The first time we met was at C4 Idea. When, oh, yes. <laughs> when we were being given the when we were being told, Hi, Peter. Yeah, when we were being told that uh, we have a, a, an ICT uh, ministry and we have a PS who has come in and he is uh, looking for help to uh, begin laying policy. Well, no, you know they didn't actually. None of us actually knew what what happened was that mm-hmm. Cifoid Peter, Peter is a genius. So Peter Kemashia had this thing called Cifoid, yeah. So when we went there, and we had different reasons for going there. I don't actually remember how I met Peter, but anyway, when we when we finally went there, um, uh, Peter brought up the idea that look, there's a new uh, minister, and there was a new um, PS, because those were the first at the time. It was the first Ministry of ICT, mm-hmm. right? So they said, um, there's an opportunity for us to go to them. Before they create their own policy, we take to them yeah. a policy. Um, and it just so happened that we already had something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, what is interesting is that we Jay had something, I had something yeah. in our different spaces, and it just so happened that we both had something to, like we could present. Yeah. And so what happened was that that made it very easy for us to yeah. sort of and, and put that, it together and, and take it. Yeah, and at the time there was just the country was there was no liberalization policy there was no like mobile phone yeah. kind of policy yeah this Inter- was internet was still dial up post kenya post and <coughs> communications Ex- uh, yeah, exactly that, yeah. so yeah so i yeah. guess yeah that's where we met and it was love at first sight i guess yeah so i think for you to understand that you have to understand the fact that we started out having gone to having worked with Kenya to open up data. Mm-hmm. So the Kenya Open Data Initiative just happened. Um, and I was chair of the task force. Jay was the vice chair of the task force. And we had just gone to government again. This is years after the policy was uh, was implemented. Now we had fiber. Now we had access. Yep. Now we had smartphones. Yep. Now we had a content <coughs> policy that was in, that, that was implemented by by everyone. So we went back to government to um, Professor Ndemo, he was then Dr. Ndemo, and we said to him um, that I think it's time that we did open data. And when we said it's time to do open data, he said yes, and he said let's go see the president. Um, and we were like, okay, so tell us what the president says, he said, no, let's go see the president. So we go see the president and the president listens to the idea. and. His response is okay. He, show, he asked somebody, "What does Madari look like?" And the person gives a date, eight weeks hence, and says, "Okay, I'll launch it on this day." Which therefore means that now we don't do concept. We skip no concept notes, no um, preparation, whatever it is. You know the way government generally works. It is straight into setting up a task force um, for open data. So eight weeks, we had to work very hard, and we were lucky that there were many partners. There was World Bank, there was a lady called Tracy Lane. Do you remember Tracy yeah, Lane? Tracy yeah, Lane. Tracy Lane. Lane. Uh, Chris Finch. Um, 
and then from from the developers side who had to develop like apps we had Afman yeah there was iHub there was iHub there was <coughs> there was a whole bunch of people who are creating the apps because the way that we presented the idea of open data to government wasn't that it is going to make tenure transparent it was that um it was about job creation yeah the, the uh, because at that time there was um the startup culture was big you know, there was hackathon after hackathon and um, you know, right yes the the iHub had been created and it was this nexus uh, point for all these developers and so yes with there's an opportunity here for um, a, 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 a huge software development community but there's no access to data yes so that's what we went and and the examples we were giving the president at the time was you see google maps yeah so google maps is because government released lands data and therefore so he was excited by it and he just said let's go and kudos to uh, president kibaki he was he was a sort of person who ran with ideas um, you know you give him a good idea he and he pushed and he pushed get it done now then you know if it's a good idea then do it now um sort of thing and so that was that was a pretty cool um you had to do some things though you had to you had to go and and organize with protocol presidential oh, yeah. people and, and <coughs> i think we all had all these various tasks um i actually remember uh, one of the things that i was i was tasked to do is is deal with the protocol team and there were things like you know you had to make sure that nobody there was had a rose it was only the president and yeah you know, the no long skirts no long skirts things like that and Wait, and, no and, short skirts yeah, no short skirts yeah. and <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I i remember uh two days to the launch um we get told and then people from dc had come in there was um i think their, their chief data scientist at the time right, yes i think he was um tarik was his name tarik yes and uh, <clears throat> they were in in town for the launch everything was going according to plan and i think the ps came in and said right you need to stop because uh we've been called to the president's office because uh, national security which i think i think at the time the minister was was george saitochi yeah said uh, they have called and they have questions so as things stand right now the launch is being paused so no no they said hey, you know they didn't say yeah. launch it was 6 pm in the evening we go yeah. to the ict board offices yeah. and uh, dr ndemo just walks in and says the launch is off yeah and we all panic we we go through this thing and <laughs> jay has a sweats and then uh, we're told well george saitoti and and his team have a problem so we go to the president's office and we have to not justify and we're, and we're pacing up and down with the ICT authority. <laughs> oh, please, please what's going on or put in some yeah. work um but then athman um goes and 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 presents a, a, a tool um in front of the president and says this is really what we are presenting we are trying to build mm-hmm. i don't remember what athman's tool was but he presents it and it inspires the president and he shows that there's no because the concern for for you know the the security guys was that we are releasing all data including sensitive, sensitive data, yeah, sensitive sensitive data. and they showed there was no sensitive data that we we're trying to release population data is there schools the number of schools that we have everybody knows the number of schools that we have so that should not be a difficult thing to do so that became an easy um thing then the president said okay it's back on so again back into the rush because we have two days left to make sure that everything is um is done well um 
And yeah, it was done really well. The, the 3,000 people 3, at 6 people. o'clock in the morning um, at KICC. It was, uh, it was really amazing. And J.S. Favre Choir was playing at the time. And they said, what was the song? The role of ICT. <laughs> I'm still trying to find the video. I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to find somebody from the what was then the presidential press unit to say this. I have all the photos, but I just don't have that video. That video, yeah. Uh, it was something like that. I think it's a presidential choir. It's a choir that is that is always playing at the president's functions. Anyways, and nobody had a recording of it, which was just it was like one of those unique moments. Yes. and just there's just no recording of it. Yeah, so um, so it was because of open data that then um, the World Bank felt that you know you guys are you've been able to achieve something that we haven't been able to achieve in other countries. So let's go um, to Tanzania, let's go to Ghana, let's go to Moldova, let's go to and convince those governments to also be open. Yeah. And somehow, um, I think because of our chemistry, huh? They <laughs> <laughs> agreed, um, and they said, "Yeah, we can, we can do it." So then, the, the, some guy at the World Bank says, "You know, we can fund you. you. You guys have a fundable thing." So we start the process of actually thinking of a name yeah. for the openness. Yeah, and we had, we had both worked as consultants after the launch for yeah. for the World Bank, and, and we ourselves also realized that we have the ability to move faster. Than the bank because the bank has all these there's all this red tape yeah to have all these meetings and you know that people working in DC the local office so we were like approvals you know, and whatnot yeah, we, yeah. We can, we, there's an opportunity here of coming in as intermediaries and actually implementing things for them um, and, so, and that was like the pitch that we had also done to the bank so our first name was the Africa Center for Open Governance Open Data and Governance Open Data and Governance that's right. Um, and then we went and worked on that for a while and we agonized and the reason we did that was because of the fact that we knew that CSOs are supposed to have yeah. long, long, long names. Yeah. And that, that and also the fact that we had this mind map where we said, okay, these are the things that we're going to do. Now in hindsight, when we'll we, tell when, to put when, it up on the screen. Yeah, when yeah. we actually when we look back at that mind map. We actually have accomplished a lot of those of things, those things yeah. even though they've been accomplished in parts until we now have come to what our sort of core um, programs are, our core values, mission. mission yeah. is. But it, it, it came out of that that mind map. And I think that one of the other reasons we came up with this long name is that we wanted to do everything. Everything, everything in the world. under the sun that was, that was open data and governance, yes. training, um, you know, tools, platforms. Every single thing. Uh, we had already been doing things like thinking about journalism trainings, um, data fellowships for journalists and for CSOs and so on and so forth. So it looked like the world was our oyster. We could do everything that the bank or anyone else could not do quickly. Um, and we felt like, yeah, we can do all of these things really fast. So we tried. And then later on we said, but you know what, we are more think tank. So our initial um pitch i think was that we are a think do tank was that, was that the phrase yeah that we are a think do tank and as we were thinking about being a think tank we said you know institute makes sense and then we simplified it and said all of these things are about openness all of these things are about saying are about um putting ourselves out there and putting um transparency at the forefront of our agenda 
and i think that's also why the tagline came the tagline for us we are open is an aspiration that says we are open we the country are open we the county are open we the state in nigeria are open to you know it's an aspiration it's an aspiration statement um that even for our team we try and, and have them espouse that we are all open and we all are trying to do uh, things